right. Here we go. We're on the tenth chapter. And this ends uh, another section, so to speak. The first seven prakim was one section. The next three are the second section. And as time allows, we'll bring the connection to all of that. Okay, the next uh, definitions are... Uh, Alright, your road and alow. Ascending and descending. Kvar kodam lono... We've already explained... Whenever going to mention a noun or word that has homonyms, we're not here to give all the homonym meanings that that name represents. Again, we don't have to know every homonym for your road and alone. This is not an essay on linguistics. So therefore, so what am I, what am I in, in other words, he's saying, I know you guys are going to think you're smarter than me, and I'm going to give you five examples of this homonym. You're going to say, well, I know seven. Huh. See, the Ram didn't say them all. I'm a better linguist than him. He's saying, listen, I'm only getting what we need to know. It's not, a, 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 it's not you know, a, a Hebrew dictionary class. Okay. But I'm only going to mention things that are relevant to what is necessary for what we're talking about. Nothing else. So now with this in mind, so he's ready like prefacing. I know there's more than five that I'm going to tell you now, but I don't need any more than five. It's only no gay of these five. And from here we get to the words, your road, which is to descend, the alow and to ascend. Okay, so what does that mean? Or better yet, Hayurida Vahaliyah. Okay, they gave us the root, now he's giving me the, the way it's conventionally used. Shnei Shemos, two names, Munachim Baloshon Avri, which are nouns that are in the Hebrew language. Vinyanam, according to this simple, basic explanation, means Ki Kishayotek Haguf, Mimokom, a Mokom Shuffle Mimenu, when any object is moved. From a higher place to a lower place, yeyomer yorad. We say goes down or descends. Or, for example, it says vayyered shimshon timnasa. Shimshon went down to timna because it was a lower uh, geographical area. So he went down. He was in a higher place. He went down. take me makom makom gavamimenu. And you leave from one place and go to a higher place, Yermar Allah, we say, went up, ascended. And for example, when it was said about Tamar, when she found out that Yehuda was going, it says, Behold, your father ascended to Timnah, because that was a higher locale. So he's going up. That's the simple meaning, the physical meaning, and that is certainly correct. And that is the common understanding. But now we're going to have these borrowed terms, okay, where we're going to uh, uh, use them in other areas. Second is going to be in a social understanding. Now this, these two words have been borrowed, so to speak, regarding greatness and power. When a person has... Vis-a-vis other people. 
If the level of that person has gone down, he has gone down in status. When his status goes up, he went up. For example, it says in Tvarim, the convert who is in your midst, will ascend higher and higher. That doesn't mean he's going to go to a higher place. He's going to be a more esteemed person, a more honorable person. And you'll go down, down. Okay, so you're not going from one place to another higher and lower, but rather it is the virtue in society, so to speak. From our other examples, where it says, Hashem will put you higher than all the other non-nations of the world. Again, status is higher. For Yomar, it says, Hashem Hashem raised Shlomo up, meaning he was greater than all the other kings. And obviously, we have this expression, we ascend in holiness and we don't go down. What's that? That's, for example, the Hanukkah candles. You go from one to eight. So are we going up? No, we're just elevating the holiness. One day, so we go up to two, whatever. If you, But that's not in the category of Malin Bakodesh. Let's say when you're selling Jewish paraphernalia, you can only sell it to go up. Let's say you're selling uh, an Aron, then you have to buy a Sefer Torah. In other you can't go down. If you're selling a Sefer Torah, you can't buy a Novi. You're going up in holiness. But you're not going up. It's the status. The status, the holiness and status always goes up. The what? The what? The stranger will go high and you'll come down. That's the tocha. The stranger who's supposed to be lower than you will be higher. All right? So it's in status. He'll have a higher status. Usually the stranger has a lower status. He'll have a a lower status. Okay, it can mean a goy also. It can have a broad meaning. Okay, so now we've got two. Physical and social status or whatever status you want to say it is. Number three. If we're going in this direction, now we're going to talk about intellectual processes, which means, we'll see in a minute, you can go up in intellectual process or down in intellectual process. So what does this mean? Let's say, Let's say a person... Uh, Let's say, we'll give examples in a minute. As a person is engaged in very sophisticated thinking. Okay, let's say Einstein. Okay, when he's thinking about something, it's very high, lofty things. Now he's going to sit down and teach the alphabet to his grandson. Would you not say he's descended in intellectual process? He's dealing with something of a lower intellectual... Dumbing it down. Yes, dumbing it down. You will call that a descent. For instead of being in the lofty levels that Hashem gives you the ability to think about it, you're going to something much lower. Or the reverse. You were thinking of lower level things. Uh, you know, let's just say uh, working, whatever. Think about how to change a flat tire. 
okay? And all of a sudden, he's learning Torah. So his mind is engaged in that. Yemar Alei will say the person ascends. So, so far, we've got three. We've the physical, literally, from a higher to a lower place and vice versa. Then we're talking about person's honor, so to speak, esteem, which usually comes from other people. You're ascending or descending. And then we're talking about the uh, intellectual processes that you are engaged in. Okay, those are three. Now, it's going to be a big machlokes with the Abarbanel and all the other Rishonim over here. How many examples is he bringing? We will see shortly. The Abarbanel says he's got three. Most Mephorshim say it's five. And you'll see why they're going to say it's five, and we're going to have to explain why does Abarbanel say it's three. Seems we got three right now, but the Ramam continues. Okay. V'cha'asher ho'yinu hamon ha'nashim b'mata shebatachti'im hamakom. And when we, the masses, human masses, who are in the lowest place, so to speak, there's nothing lower, so to speak, than planet Earth, Right? That's the lowest of the low. Okay. And then, Uvamalas Hametzia. And then there is what we'd call higher rank. Hain Bamakom, Hain Bamalahametzias, Be'erichlisovev. That would be, let's say, in relation to the heavenly spheres. The heavenly spheres are obviously higher. Not so much physically higher, okay, but higher. Okay. Uh, okay. But what about Hashem? He's the highest of the highest. Because of his absolute existence, with the essential power that he has, not of a physical place, right? In other words, what, what, and we come back to place, right? We said, what's place? Place is not necessarily a physical place. It's a state, right? So if we would have to say, okay, what's higher? You put the three together from lower to higher. Planet Earth, the, what do you call it? The constellations, the heavenly spheres, and Hashem. Well, you say planet Earth is lower. The heavenly spheres is higher. And Hashem is higher. Now, is that really physically higher? Not necessarily. It depends what direction you're looking from. And Hashem isn't physical at all. Okay, so what, what are we talking about? And what does it mean to go up and to go down? Okay, but clearly nothing's like Hashem. Okay. And Hashem does whatever he wants to do. And what does he want to do? And if he wants wisdom to come down from him, right? He's got the wisdom. He wants to share it with humanity. So what's going on? And Hashem brings a flow of nevuah, which prophecy is not meant necessarily to give a message. Remember, the basic idea of nevuah is not to give a message over the Jewish people. That's secondary. The basic one is Hashem and the human being bond together. And the human being has a spiritual, um, what do you call it, experience with Hashem. And Hashem pours into him divine wisdom and knowledge that is uh, beyond a super, supernatural, or uh, what's the word? Beyond, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Beyond the nature. It's, um, 
supernatural. That was a better word I'm thinking about. But anyway, he wants him to understand the world in a deeper way. Okay, and we see things the way we see things. But there's something behind that. There's a spiritual energy behind that. Hashem wants to share that spiritual energy, the, a deeper, deeper insight into the way the world works. Okay? So where am I now? Okay. So therefore, Kara, so we call Shros When we say that God allows the prophecy to come over the Navi, or the Shechina dwells in a place, we use a word of Yirida. Hashem, so to speak, descends. Vikara Hayalus. And when does it say Hashem ascends? When the prophecy leaves the person, or or when the shechina leaves, we call it aliyah. We call it an ascent, the way it was beforehand. Anytime we use the word ascend or descend when it's attributed to Hashem, but that is, it has to be interpreted this way. In other words, the fourth one is the idea of the Shekhinah and prophecy. In other words, Hashem wants to bring, wants to share his wisdom. So now he's sharing his wisdom. So as it were, Hashem goes down to the Navi. He's not going down, but he's bringing that wisdom that is not something that's uh, a sensory, but it just descends. It comes over the person. And when Hashem leaves and the stops, it goes up. So it's not like Hashem goes down to teach him Torah. But Hashem allows that, that spiritual reality from Hashem to, so to speak, go down a level so it becomes in the human domain. And when Hashem is over, it says he ascends. So Hashem's not ascending, he's not doing anything, but it's involvement with uh, mankind, as it were. Yes, question. Would this describe the uh, angels in the ladder? No, not at all. Now, again, okay, okay. This, okay, uh, uh, let's go back on that. When it says, Olim Yordim, that's what you're focusing on. So it could be, but again, they're not physically going up. Okay, it could be it could be on one level in the dream, the simple level, they're going up and down. But it's obviously a deeper level over here. And according to uh, Chazal, remember, they start below. So those malachim are energies that the human being creates. So when a human being does a mitzvah, the energy ascends, so to speak. Now, it's, it's not physical, but it it, it, it it, it, it becomes part of a higher reality. And then when it f- comes back down with a bracha, that's the angel coming back down. It can't say that's physical. It's like spiritual energy, so to speak. So we'd have to think more about that other interpretations for that. Uh, but clearly, there is some type of movement, but not as on a physical realm. But, but what we've just said with Hashem is when he comes down to give prophecy, he descends. When so he he's leaves, not, but he's not physically. No, 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 that, yes. but, but we say yeah. he descends. Yes. Then when he leaves, he goes up. But the exact opposite is with the human. When Hashem descends, so oh, 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 we'll get to that. 
Very nice. Very nice. That's that's exactly going on there. Okay. Now number five. Or if let's say there'll be a punishment, a natural disaster or something to a nation or to a region. According to God's um, uh, desire. Let's say God makes a decree and says the, the nations of the world are going to finally get punished. Okay, so he had this idea that he, when he created the world, he already said, you got to do what I want, and if not, I'm going to come down and check it out. That's like with the, so Hashem doesn't change his mind or anything, but it, it, in other words, he says, listen, this is the world I have. I want people to do what I want, and if they do what I want, it'll be good. If not, not. So then when Hashem has to bring down and has to make the decision to punish, the prophet will tell us what's going to happen before the actual punishments happen. Hahi, before it comes, that means to say, he says, Hashem, so to speak, remembers or checks over their actions. Then he brings down a punishment. So now, so what do we nickname that activity? Gamkain by Yerida, we associate with descent. Since why? Since man is lowly and despised. We do have errors, certainly. That his actions should be remembered and punish them. If it wasn't for the fact that Hashem wanted to do that, okay? In other words, human being relative to higher beings is very low. And you figure it's not worthy to even bother punishing. Let's imagine a bunch of worms are not listening to you. Oh, I'm so mad. I'm going to step it off. What am I giving credence to these uh, little worms? Right? But so, so what does Hashem care what man does? We're so insignificant. But no, Hashem still goes down. What does it mean goes down? In interacting with with low life, so to speak. And uh, and that's a descent for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that he want that, that he's thinking about that. And it's explained in the books of the prophets. For example, it says, Who is man that you should remember him? And you should go over him and judge his actions. Whereas he says nothing. So Ramaz al-Zani is hinting to this concept. And therefore, it's called a Yurida, a descent, that the punishment is coming to be as a descent. Or, for example, in the Tower of Babel. Omar Hashem says, Hava, come near Dal, let's go down. Vinavla shams vasam, and I will confine their languages. Or as well, Vayered Hashem Liros, Hashem went down to see the city. Or in this week's parsha with stone, Erdenov Erel, let me go down and see. Okay? So, Vainian Kulo, Boha Onesh, Vanche Shefal, comes to punishment to these low people. All right? So now we've got five examples. Lechaira, when God goes down, to judge mankind and to deal with them and to punish mankind. Okay. Now, the Rambam concludes and says, 
the first thing. Now, what's the first thing over here? Not the first of the five, but Ratzolomer, which really is the fourth. The idea of prophecy and the Shekhinah, when it descends. That idea, uh, when we're talking about Harbei, in many places we have the erotity about, when we're talking about, um, um, I think referring to... Um, don't remember which thing. I went down and I spoke to you there. But the or the better one is Hashem Hashem descended to Sinai, or Hashem Hashem went down before the eyes of the people of Sinai. That is all what it's a prophetic influence where the Shechina, so to speak, descends. It's not that God went down, but God went down to share His knowledge. And then when he, the Nuwa stops, it says by, uh, I think it was uh, Yaakov, and Hashem descended away from him. Or at the end of last week's parsha, ascended away from him. And Hashem ascended from Avram. And the prophetic experience is over. But on the other hand, and you mentioned this, by Moshe says, Moshe went up to God. Here you have a case where God goes down, or man goes up. What is he going up? He's going up to be in part of the Shechina experience. Humina inyan. So that when Moshe goes up, humina inyan ashlishi. That means that's the third one, which means he's thinking a set in an ascending process of thought. Okay, and mitzaraf That's connected as well to something that is not physical there at all. Or let's say, Moshe went to the top of the mountain. Where the light of Hashem, so to speak, the Shekhinah came up. It's not that God has a place. That somebody goes, oh, I went to Hashem's place. I went to Hashem's school to learn Torah from him. And I went up to the top of the mountain. That's not what happened. Obviously, physically, he went on top of a mountain. But he, but was, but was beyond physics, he was understanding Torah wisdom from Hashem. Oyerim Hashem. Or went down from that, Yisala. Midimione haschalim. From now, our Hashem descended from him. So Hashem ascended away from him. And so ilui godol, so that becomes an ascent. Okay, so now we have five ascent. Now clearly we understand why he's explained this. So we don't think that Hashem is a place so to speak okay so there's a number of things we can we, we can learn from this number one the fact that Hashem goes down to punish Rishayim and we could say you know um, these are people who are sinners these are the worst people and still Hashem is interested in the lot of these people and he's worried to give proper justice okay so therefore it's Hashem is Focusing on something lower than speak that, and that shows how concerned Hashem is over mankind. It shows His greatness. Okay, so now all the commentaries besides the Abarbanel says there's five meanings: physical, physically higher or lower; um, honor, so to speak, your status higher or lower amongst people; intellectually, thinking of things more intellectual or less intellectual 
divine where the Shechina goes down and at the same time the Nevuah goes up. It's give and take. And then the idea of Hashkocha. That really fifth thing is Hashkocha because Hashem is supervising the world. He's going down to make sure that this world is going the way Hashem wants it to go. Usually that's going to be for punishing, but doesn't always have to be. If God goes down to decide to give us brachas, that would be the same thing, because it's not going down to make us go down, but he's going down to be involved in a lower level. So so why does the Abarbanel say it's three when the others say it's five? That's the question. Everyone's saying which seems to be five. So why does he do three? So he says, because remember, all of them have to have something in common and they have to go higher and higher, giving that common denominator. So we got physical. Physical is up and down. That's the lowest level. But then we could say social and honor also goes up and down. Intellect goes up and down. Godliness, Hashem, goes up and down, so to speak, to share. But where's this idea of hashkacha? That punishing people down below doesn't seem to be part of that as a fifth different one. That's what he's disturbed with that. So, it seems out of so therefore, what he explains is that the Abarbanel says it's really three, and the other, the last two are applications of the third one. Okay, when we're talking about Hashem, okay, where we're when we're, we're talking about ascending in intelligence, right? So when we're talking about that, there's two applications of ascending or descending in intelligence when we're dealing with Hashem, okay? So these other two is uh, derivatives of these, okay? So when we're applying this intellectual concept, which is human idea, so to speak, but still, it, there are two offshoots of that, and that's prophecy and hashkacha. That when Hashem connects with a Navi, so it's like a Chacham who is connecting with someone who's less smart than him. Right? We said, Sikhli, if I'm learning something more difficult, I'm going up. And if I'm learning something less difficult, I'm going down. So this idea of dealing with things that are higher and lower, that is the core idea. So now there's two derivatives of that when we apply it to Hashem, okay? That Hashem is now dealing with people that are lower than him. And that means he's got to think about that. What is he sharing with mankind? So really it's a, a derivative of the third one. I'm thinking about certain things. I'm thinking about what, so Hashem is th- so thinking about man and what I want to give him as a gift, so to speak. And then when I don't do that, and, I'm, and I go, wait a minute, that's an ascent. And obviously, that's the same thing with hashkacha. From the hashkacha, where he's remembering them, and more than that, it's not just the punishment. That's not the main thing. It's what Hashem has to be thinking about in terms of judging us. That is, is a descent of his thinking process. He's got better things to do in heaven. Remember, the first year was he's learning his own Torah. He's way up there. But when does he go down to judge the world? That's the next three hours. That's a descent for him. So therefore, it's, made, it's really a semantic issue 
because he's not going to deny the five applications, but he maintains it's three because the two are derivatives. When Hashem goes down to share his wisdom, that means he's quote-unquote thinking of less important things. He's infinite. He has to share part of that in a finite way. So Moshe is the, he's dumbing it down for Moshe. He's dumbing down his understanding of reality. So that's very common to changing his modality of thinking. Same thing with Hashkacha. Hashkacha is you got to be thinking, you're making your thing. I'm thinking, what should I do with these people? Are they guilty? Are they not guilty? Again, these are relatively low things. Who is man that Hashem should remember him? Why is he doing such low level <coughs> thought processes when he's dealing with us in that area? So, uh, and therefore, don't think whenever Hashem is giving Hashkacha, it's only for the bad. Okay? It does, it could be a Hashkacha for good things. As it says, Vayered Hashem Hashem went down to give us the Torah. Now, for Hashem, that's a big descent. He's got the infinite wisdom. And, and the Torah is like, what do you call it? Crystallized and, and dumbed down for us. Right? So that's, but the going down could be for a very good thing. But Hashem is considering us. So the, the idea of Ashkacha is a lowering of God's thought processes to deal with us. Okay. So this, so this now is going to be very, very important. Just give me another uh, two minutes over here. So let's, let's try to understand the order of these three prakim. The first seven prakim, we're dealing with man's challenge of trying to understand Hashem. That's what we talk about. Uh, Emes and Sheker, Tov, Selim Elohim, all these different things. You shouldn't jump in too fast. All these things, it's man's challenge to approaching Hashem. That is what those are about. to say. Okay. So, um, and man's challenge of recognizing Hashem. The last three is Hashem's, so to speak, challenge. So in Paracas, we talked about Makom, and we said Makom means a level of comprehension that a person can achieve as they're getting close to Hashem. And has a double meaning. It means how much Hashem will reveal, and how much will man be able to understand. So that is like the bridge between the first seven chapters and the next three chapters. Where you talk, the first seven chapters is man's challenges in understanding Hashem. So now we have to deal with the fact, okay, so you have to understand, makom for Hashem really means an understa- uh, a, a comprehension of the essence of Hashem. So therefore, it's, it's Hashem has to reveal his place, so to speak, and man tries to get to that place of understanding. Then we, chapter 9, we talk about the kisei, which always means the loftiness of Hashem. It's a very lofty thing. And Hashem, because he's so lofty in chapter 9, he'll have to descend to be able to go to man and then leave man, and man will have to do the same, vice versa, with that. And now we did chapter 10, is Yorod Valo. Those are the movements of closeness to Hashem or distance from Hashem. So in chapter 8, Hashem established that everybody has a mako, a place, not a physical place, but where he's at spiritually. And there's a place where Hashem is at spiritually. Where is that? Not physically, but way beyond us. The ninth chapter, we're saying that place is gloriously high and there's nothing higher than that. So the question is, how can there be a connection between man who's so low and God, how 
can man come to try to understand anything about God since he's made out of dust and Hashem, so what goes on? Hashem has to go down and man has to go up. Okay, so again, so the first seven chapters are speaking about man approaching Hashem and the three next chapters are speaking about Hashem enabling man to approach Hashem as Hashem, so to speak, approaches. And the big Kiddush is over here that what? Not only does man have to make the efforts to get close to Hashem, but Hashem also goes to man to meet him halfway. And that's what the uh, Kabbalistic writings say, that Hashem searches for the man. Rav Soloveitchik wrote in his Sefer, Kol Dodi Doveik, of the Shira Shirim. He's saying it's not that only that the, the shepherd is searching out for the beloved, but the beloved, and, and primarily the beloved, is searching out the shepherd. Okay? Now, uh, the Goyim think that God is like the Sphinx, you know, like an Avodah who's like, or an Olympus in the heavens. And man has to struggle to try to crack the code to get in. The Torah, Hashem, is going towards Hashem. And he's really doing most of the work. And when, he's begin, when Hashem sees the first signs of a person, Hashem himself comes down. Okay, now the question is, so why don't Goyim think that way? Because they only can understand things from their human experience. And he feels, human being feels, I am the experience and Hashem is not. Well, the prophets wanted to experience Hashem. That's the difference. Man says it's what I experience. The Navi says what do we experience from Hashem, not from this world. And that's why the Navi says, build a highway, clear the road, clear the path. So this is the Chiddush, the Ramam is saying, Hashem is very interested in sharing himself with us. And therefore Hashem, now these all words make sense. Now you know what a makom is. It's thinking about a, not a physical state, but some kind of spiritual state. And now we're talking about the Kisei, which is an example of God's loftiness. So now how are we going to get to the loftiness to be in that place is by ascending and descending, not physically, but putting ourselves into that space of intelligence of that. And Hashem goes down and man goes up. Hashem wants to interact with mankind. And that's and we know when you're dealing with so seven... So it's then we get the Right, so that's we have so to that's all Kabbalistic notions. Sometimes Hashem comes first, sometimes we come first. Right. So again, that's why this author over here of Toledano suggests there's a lot of Kabbalah that the Rambam is concealing. Right. Remember, the numbers seven and three are big Kabbalistic big numbers. numbers. Three are the Chachmabina Das and the seven are the lower numbers. ones. And Rambam himself said you have to improve your mitos before you can really come to understand Hashem. Right. So man's got the challenges of coming to Hashem. And the next three are dealing with how we're going to interface and interact with Hashem. And these terms are used to explain that. Questions, comments? Too heavy. Well, no, it's going to It's not just a physical thing. Uh, a spiritual descent. Right. Yeah, when, a, when a Jew goes down to, what, let's say he made Aliyah. Yes, well, Israel is, Israel is higher geographically, but that's not the real thing. It's spiritually higher. And when you make Aliyah, the idea being, the real idea is that, is that oh, I'm living like an American in Israel. No, I'm living like a Jew supposed to live in Israel. That's the Aliyah. 
I'm in a holy Jesus place. Jesus from Nepal, you do Aliyah in Eric's That's right. Okay. Shkayef, everybody. Sunday night. Early, early. Early, early. Whatever time, five. Saturday night.